Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and every day this week, Mercola Healthy Pets is excited to bring you a special interview with a variety of animal professionals and pet lovers that will help bring awareness to the Companion Animal Nutrition and Wellness Institute's latest project. It's called the SPAN Partnership, or the Student Partnership in Animal Nutrition Program. This innovative program provides veterinary students and vet tech students with educational opportunities to learn about companion animal nutrition from unbiased board-certified veterinary nutritionists. Enjoy the interview and consider supporting Can We Span program this week. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today I am interviewing my co-founder, my co-co-founder at Can We, Dr. Donna Redick. Hi, Donna. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. How are you? How are you I'm doing? Great. Doing great, doing great. You know, Donna, you have um, been intimately involved with our previous fundraising efforts in the sense that you are aligned, you're our liaison, our professional liaison with the actual men and women doing the research in the trenches at the veterinary schools. So to recap, we have funded an amazing study about advanced glycation end products against several categories of different pet foods. And we've expanded that study with the second fundraiser to include kitties. So can you give us a brief update about how those previous research projects are coming along and maybe uh, when you anticipate having some results? Yes, it's pretty exciting. We're starting, we've got some data coming through now, um, looking at these advanced glycation end products in the pet diets and actually measuring them in dog plasma. Um, also looking at the gut effects of these, how the AGEs affect the gut, um, you know, metabolomics and things like that. So the data is coming through right now, and we've had little. I've gotten little peaks of it. Uh, so we're hoping to get some publications on this. Probably in the next six months, they'll start to be coming out, which is exciting. And then what was really exciting, uh, kind of getting ready for our moving our kitty study forward and looking at diabetes, because as we've discussed, Karen, in human diabetes and the studies out there, these advanced glycation end products play a huge role in diabetes. And the question we want to know is this have an impact on our cats? I mean, our cats have kind of that type 2 diabetes that people get. So we did a little pilot to kind of see what it would look like. And we, again, little peaks at some data show that um, there is definitely some some issues with these AGEs and glycation products in, in our kitties, and we're going to be looking at that study moving forward as well. So it's all pretty exciting. You know, I, I get little peaks now and then. I, I can't wait to see some of these studies come out. We'll be definitely talking more about it. So exciting, and we're all very excited, patiently awaiting. Part of the reason that, of course, we decided to even bring can we into existence is the fact that there just isn't to my knowledge there is not a u.s-based independent nonprofit entity really investigating pet food in terms of its nutritional value the downsides of pet food the upside to certain types of pet food um you know we we just don't have enough information uh, with fresh foods everyone's argument about fresh food is there's no research behind fresh food so we really wanted to start an organization that allows for us to answer some of these really hard questions and i'm just so thankful that we're going to get some of these preliminary answers in the form of really good objective articles, research coming out that not just every veterinarian can benefit from, but every pet food company. Exactly, every pet food company and most, I guess most important for you and me too is every pet parent 
with their child because every day they're asking us the same question you know what about this what about that and and you know, as a nutritionist, I always say there isn't one perfect diet. I don't eat perfectly. I eat things that aren't always good for me. And, you know, and then I eat, I try to eat as healthy as I can too. But, you know, we're, we're trying to make these decisions for our dogs and cats. And I think this type of research is going to help us to understand the pros and cons of all different types of diets and for us to open our eyes to all different diets and, you know, learn more about them, how they impact the health of our dogs and cats and how, like you said, pet food companies can take this information to move nutrition forward. Nutritionists can take this information, move nutrition forward. Veterinarians can do it in the in the clinics, and moms and dads are going to be able to make better nutrition decisions. I, yeah, it's huge, and it's it does huge. take us. It takes a a non for profit, um, no bias. You know, just we just want to get information and have everybody benefit from this. Well, it's massive, and I'm just so excited to uh, schedule that first interview reviewing what, uh, what the test results show. So exciting. But actually right now, something that I'm immediately very fired up to tell our audience, our supporters, our listeners, our readers about is when you and I came together a year ago and we're kind of brainstorming how else, where could, can we be most impactful in terms of our target audience and who we want to support, who we want to educate, one whole kind of left was the fact that we don't necessarily have a program in place for veterinary students. And one of the big, I don't want to say criticisms, but one of the big comments I hear repeatedly is when veterinarians get out in practice and their clients are asking about raw diets or about dehydrated diets or uh, freeze-dried diets or homemade, you know, how to cook a homemade diet. Young veterinarians have said to me repeatedly, I didn't get any of the training I needed to answer those questions in veterinary school. I didn't get anything. And so when you and I were talking many, many months ago about where, how could we best serve veterinary students or vet technicians, you came up with a very fantastic idea. So um, will you help our audience uh, understand your theory, your, your thought behind this, the student partnership in animal nutrition, which is what we're calling SPAN, Canwe's new SPAN program. Can you tell our pet loving audience why it's so important that vet students and vet tech students have access to up-to-date information about all of these different diets that are hitting the market that we just plain aren't necessarily learning about during our education training and how maybe we need to focus on changing that? So you're exactly right. I, I think some of this in our conversation came from I had been doing a series of talks um, for veterinarians. And one of the things I started including um, at these talks at the conferences and CE was talking about, you know, raw diets, fresh food diets, um, the non-traditional diets. And the questions that, you know, questions that pet parents ask every day about these non-traditional, these you know, emerging markets and the room would get filled. And I'm like, wow, you know, these veterinarians coming up to me is a lot of young veterinarians and um, veterinary technicians. And they're like, they, they just didn't have a clue and they are not prepared with this information. They want notes, they wanted my PowerPoints, you know, we need to know this. We get asked this all the time. Um, you know, I started to think about you know, having been in academia, um, what what does a traditional nutritional 
program look like for veterinary students? What do technicians learn um, in their training? And I realized, you know, this area is new and it's growing and it's not getting back into the classroom. It's not getting back to the student, the veterinary student, um, the training uh, technician, the veterinary technician student. At a young age, they're not getting any of this information. And yet they're out there, and every pet parent knows when they're walking through the door, they've got lots of nutrition questions. They're out there having to deliver information without having any base, any education in this area. So um, this really, I think, started the conversation that we, um, can we, this is something, again, I think a need for us to step in and say, hey, can we develop some programs for our veterinary students? Can we develop some programs for technicians and training um, about this type of nutrition? Because it's, it's not there, it's not in these programs. If there are nutrition programs, established um, nutrition programs in veterinary um, student education, it's mostly the traditional can, kibble, what we know, you know, it's it's the big companies, that's what we know, that's what we learn about, and how to use those diets. Well, what about this whole other, you know, these other available uh, products and fresh food diets coming out and home cooking, and what does that all look like, you know? So I really think this is gonna be a very, very important part of what Can We does, is trying to bring that education back and I got to tell you this one story because it, it's probably really what lit me. Um, I got asked to, to do, it was actually the students invited me to come speak at one of the veterinary schools. And they were, they were a group of students involved. They want to be feline practitioners or maybe have some integrative slant to them. So they kind of got together and they invited me and we went back and forth the dates and the time. And so I went and you know, I, I gave these talks and, you know, I talked about raw diets, I talked about fresh diets, I talked about homemade, I talked about the traditional diets, pros and cons, just going through all of it, just all of it, positives, negatives, what we know, what we don't know. And they just were, I mean, afterwards, they're all of them, just got all of them were like, we are just so happy to hear all this information and, and you know, have this ability to talk to somebody about it. Um, and then what happened is, is the individual, um, the professor who actually routinely teaches the course reached out to me because she had heard me talk at one of the CEs about the same stuff. And she said, hey, um, you know, my students, they were so excited afterwards and they were asking me questions and I got some from what you spoke about at the CE, but I didn't get all of it. And gosh, you know, I wish we could introduce some of this material into, into my course, because she teaches some of the courses at the veterinary school for the nutrition. And she said, I, I just don't even know where to begin to put this into the program. So we started kind of going back and forth, back and forth. And um, so that's going to be one of our first projects uh, is to, to actually get work and work with this veterinary, um, the nutrition program and get this going. And I thought to myself, well, this needs to be everywhere. I mean, it really does. It, in fact, when you were just saying that, I think back to my veterinary nutrition education at Iowa State University, which at the time did not have a board certified nutritionist there teaching us. My classes about traditional veterinary diets came from 
food representatives from those big companies that taught me about nutrition. And I do know that at some universities, they have, because there's no one there teaching, um, the fastest growing segment of the pet food industry is in fact these uh, fresh food diets, but no one's there teaching about them. So the students are left with kind of a, a hole in their education where either they're, they either don't know anything or they're just told, you know, just don't recommend them. But the fact is their clients are feeding them anyway. So the veterinarian is uneducated, unprepared, and oftentimes not capable of answering, establishing trust with their clients, then answering those really hard questions that allows pet parents to feel confident in their relationship with their veterinarian when it comes to discussing nutrition. It's not there. So I, when you were telling me about this lecture where you went over all of the diets, conventional, non-conventional, fresh, you know, shelf stable, all of them, pros and cons, what we know, what we don't know, I thought, I wish that that was available for every veterinary student and vet tech student taught by a board certified nutritionist or several of them that don't have ties with any pet food companies. So the information that the students are getting really is unbiased. And I thought that is something that not only we need to educate everyone about that this hole is there, but it would be fantastic if we could get every pet parent, every vet tech program, every veterinary school behind us in wanting to provide this information to their students. And that really is what this brand new program is about. It is. It's, and you're exactly right. It, um, I think that, you know, I, I tell when I give that talk, it's my love hate with the pet food industry. You know, my love hate with it is my, you know, my love hate because the big companies have controlled this mar through marketing and education. They've kind of controlled this area. And I think that has to be come back. It needs to come back to nutritionists and to unbiased individuals to give information, pros of cons of everything. There is no one perfect diet. There's advantages and disadvantages to all of them, but that has to be just laid out. It just has to be discussed and laid out. And our veterinary students need that information. Our technicians need that information because like you said, pet parents are feeding this. And if a veterinarian can't talk about all these diets, and say, okay, this is the positives, this is the negatives, this is the good thing with fresh food, this might be a problem with fresh food, it could be more expensive, we could balance it this way, we could, if they can't have those kind of conversations, instantly, you know, today's pet parents are, well, who do I go to, you know, right. and then what, then, it goes full circle. Then the veterinarian gets mad because they go to, oh, they go to the pet store and then- Or their neighbor, right? They're asking yes. their neighbor for nutrition right. information. <laughs> Their cousins yeah. or, you yeah. know, aunts, uncles on, on Facebook or whatever. And then veterinarians are like, well, we should be the experts. Yes, you're right. You should be the expert. But the way to be an expert is to learn about all, all the types of diets out there, all about nutrition, everything we know, everything we don't know, this whole um, research we're doing, all that information that's going to come out. That's what's going to give veterinarians um, the tools, you know, to again say, yes, I have information for you. Come ask me questions and I want to talk to you about your dog and cat's nutrition and how we can do it the best. That's what the goal is. And so I am so excited, Dr. Donna, that you have been passionately involved in bringing to light these issues, but also in setting up the Student Partnership in Animal Nutrition, the SPAN program that is going to allow qualified credentialed nutritionists to provide unbiased information, our goal ultimately being uh, not just through maybe veterinary schools across the U.S. or North America, but potentially 
other veterinary schools around the world looking to bring up-to-date information to their veterinary students in a way that provides objective nutrition training where they're maybe uh, pertaining to diets that are not currently being discussed in vet schools and tech programs. And I think not only is that important, we're helping to bridge that gap and the frustration between pet parents and veterinarians by providing information that isn't there currently in those curricula programs. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the, the SPAN concept is exactly you're right. SPAN and bridging, isn't it? It's, it's again, trying to bring veterinarians and pet parents together um, to be able to have open conversations about all diet types, what their needs are, what, what, um, what the opportunities are. So it is, this is an important, important task that once again, it's huge. <laughs> Yeah. It's huge because you're right. I mean, I think for a long time, you know, the big pet food companies have really owned and, and taken upon themselves that piece of education. Um, and I think the line gets blurred with sometimes marketing and, and you know, veterinarians, you know, they have a difficult time discerning between what is marketing and what what is true research and science and what we know. So we, again, we need to kind of take the reins back. We're gonna build those bridges. We need to build these types of education programs for our veterinary students, for our technicians. We need to span the gap. We need to bring pet parents, veterinarians back together, talking about nutrition, what we know, what we don't know. Um, and I'm very excited about that. It's something, you know, I feel that if we don't do this, that, you know, it, it makes me so sad when I hear veterinarians getting frustrated that want to learn more when these young people came to me and they are like, they're so hungry, they're so hungry for this information and that's not getting to them. That's sad. And then I'm listening to pet parents say, I go in and my veterinarian won't even talk about nutrition. They just say, no, all I know about are these big companies. And if you're doing anything else, I don't want to hear it. That's wrong. Don't, no, no, no. That's a that's a lose lose situation. So we, as can we, we have the opportunity with this span program to change that. We are so excited that you are leading the way again and providing this unbiased information for the students, veterinarians, and their technicians that desperately need it. So this is not only um, a super exciting program that I'm so excited uh, that we are launching through this Awareness Week, but I appreciate your commitment to educating veterinarians, but also veterinary students. Uh, your, really co your commitment to bringing the entire field of nutrition forward in a way that is understandable and relationship building with veterinarians and pet parents, ultimately, because we know that if we can feed our pets better, we'll have them here longer in a healthier body. And I know that that's your heart and your mission. And I'm so excited about this brand new program. Thank you. I, I am too, Karen. And you know, at the end of the day, this is what I always, when I get up against walls or, you know, feel like, oh gosh, here we go again, you know, how much do you put on your shoulders, you know, but at the end of the day, what motivates me more than anything is, you know, all of us love animals, you know, I, when I give talks, especially when it's controversial, you know, I see talks and I'm going to talk about something that might be controversial, I always say, remember the day and the time when you wanted to write on your application to vet school or to technician school, I love animals because every one of them, right? I love animals. So when it's controversial about like the pet food industry, you know, this whole cardiac heart issue, right? 
people who work in the pet food industry, you love animals. You're a pet parent, right? Veterinarians, you love animals. You want to write that on your application. Technicians want to write that, and we want to write that. And this is a type of program, the SPAN program is to remind everybody that that's what we're all in this for at the end of the day. So it motivates me. I know it motivates you, and it keeps us all going in the right direction. When you need to make a decision and decide what's right and what's wrong and what needs to be said, what you remember is when it impacts your dog, your cat, it's most important. And this impacts everybody's, everybody's family, furry family, everybody's family. So it's a time for us to come together. It's a time for us to change things again. And we're off again, Karen, we're off again. It's true, <laughs> it's true. The thing I'm most excited about is that if we can touch students, you know, sometimes veterinarians, they may or may not go to CE, their CE may or may not include nutrition. They may or may not have a desire to focus on using food as medicine, but if it's a part of their Un, their undergraduate or their technician training or a part of their graduate veterinary program, if just some basic unbiased information is included, that at least provides a foundation for them to think about topics that they may not be exposed to post school, especially um, if their clients are coming to them and they don't necessarily have the time or energy to learn more. They've had a basic introduction and understanding of foods that are available that allows them to think in a way that will build bridges with their clients. And to me, I couldn't ask for anything better. We're doing a fantastic job, in my opinion, of helping veterinarians and pet parents come together when it comes to picking excellent choices for nutrition. That's really what this entire mission is about. So I'm excited for this week for both of us to be able to help explain this program in more detail on a daily basis through this next Awareness Week. So thanks again, Donna, for all that you're doing. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for this opportunity again. And we're off again. Here we, we go, go with Can Here We. We, go. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's interview. And please consider supporting Can We's new SPAN program to help educate the next generation of veterinary students and vet tech students about the importance of good food for pets. Donation links can be found in the article below this video. Mm -hmm.